In the previous act, Olivia declares her love to Cesario. Sir Andrew threatens to leave, believing Olivia will never love him. Sir Toby convinces him to challenge Cesario to a duel to win her love. Antonio gives Sebastian his purse, unable to venture the streets of Illyria. Olivia, seeing Malvolio smiling and cross-guarded, believes him insane and sends him to the care of Sir Toby. He is bound and locked in a room. Cesario and Andrew prepare to fight. Antonio mistakes Cesario for Sebastian and comes to his defense. He is arrested and is upset with Cesario for the perceived disloyalty. Viola uses his behavior as a cue that her brother may be alive. Will you make me believe that I am not sent for you? Go to, go to! Thou art a foolish fellow, let me be clear of thee. Well held out, in faith! No, I do not know you, nor am I not sent to you by my lady to bid you come speak with her, nor your name is not Master Cesario, nor this is not my nose, neither. Nothing that is so is so. I prithee, vent thy folly somewhere else. Thou knowest not me. <laughs> vent my folly? He has heard that word of some great man and now applies it to a fool. Vent my folly. <laughs> I am afraid this great lubber the world will prove a cockney. I prithee now, ungird thy strangeness and tell me what I shall vent to my lady. Shall I vent to her that thou art coming? I prithee, foolish Greek, depart from me. There's money for thee. If you tarry longer, I shall give worse payment. By my troth, thou hast an open hand. These wise men that give fools money get themselves a good report after fourteen years' purchase. Now, sir, have I met you again? Oh! There's for you. Why, there's for thee! Oh. And there! Oh. And there! Oh. Are all the people mad? Hold, sir, I'll, I'll throw your dagger over the house. This I will tell my lady straight. I would not be in some of your coats for two pence. Come on, sir, hold. Nay, let him alone. I'll go another way to work with him. Oh, I'll have an action of battery against him. If there be any law in Illyria, though I struck him first, yet it's no matter for that. Let go thy hand. Come, sir, I will not let you go. Come, my young soldier, put up your iron. You are well fleshed, come on! I will be free from thee! What wouldst thou now? If thou darest tempt me further, draw thy sword. What? What? Nay then, I must have an ounce or two of this mallard part's blood from you. Hold! Toby, on my life I charge thee, hold! Madam? Will it be ever thus? Ungracious wretch, fit for the mountains and the barbarous caves where manners ne'er were preached! Out of my sight! Be not offended, dear Cesario. Rudesby, be gone! I prithee, gentle friend, let thy fair wisdom and not thy passion sway in this uncivil and unjust extent against thy peace. Go with me to my house, and hear thou there how many fruitless pranks this ruffian hath botched up, that thou thereby mayst smile at this. Thou shalt not choose but go. Do not deny. Beshrew his soul for me. Oh, he started one poor heart of mine in thee. What relish is in this? 
How runs the stream? Or am I mad, or else this is a dream? Let fancy still my sense in Lethe steep. If it be thus to dream, still let me sleep. Nay, come, I prithee. Oh, would thou be ruled by me? Madam, I will. Oh, say so, and so be. Nay, I prithee, put on this gown and, um, oh, this beard. Make him believe thou art Sir Topaz the curate. Do it quickly, I'll call Sir Toby the whilst. Well, I'll put it on, and I will dissemble myself in it, and I would I were the first that ever dissembled in such a gown. I am not tall enough to become the function well, nor lean enough to be thought a good student, but to be said an honest man and a good housekeeper goes as fairly as to say a careful man and a great scholar. Oh, the competitors enter. Uh, Joe, bless thee, Master Parson. A bonos diaz, Sir Toby. For, as the old hermit of Prague that never saw pen and ink very wittily said to the niece of King Gorbaduck, that that is, is. So I, being Master Parson, am Master Parson. For what is that but that, and is but is. To him, Sir Topaz. <clears throat> what ho, I say! Peace in this parison! The knave counterfeits well, a good knave. Who calls there? Sir Topaz, the curate, who comes to visit Malvolio, the lunatic. Sir Topaz, Sir Topaz, good Sir Topaz, go to my lady. Oh, hyperbolical fiend! Oh, Vexest thou this man? Talkest thou nothing but of ladies? Well said, Master Parson. Sir Topaz never was man thus wronged. Good Sir Topaz, do not think I am mad. They have laid me here in hideous darkness. Oh, thou dishonest Satan! I call thee by the most modest terms, for I am one of those gentle ones that will use the devil himself with courtesy. Sayest thou that house is dark? As hell, Sir Topaz. Why hath bay windows transparent as barricados, and the clearest stories towards the south-north are as lustrous as ebony, and yet complainest thou of obstruction? I am not mad, Sir Topaz. I say to you, this house is dark. Madman thou errest! I say there is no darkness but ignorance, in which thou art more puzzled than the Egyptians in their fog. I say this house is as dark as ignorance, though ignorance was dark as hell, and I say there was never man thus abused. I am no more mad than you are. Make the trial of it in any constant question. Uh, what is the opinion of Pythagoras concerning wildfowl? That that the soul of our grandam might haply inhabit a bird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What thinkest thou of his opinion? I think nobly of the soul, and no way approve his opinion. Fare thee well. Remain thou still in darkness. Thou shalt hold the opinion of Pythagoras, ere I will allow of thy wits, and fear to kill a woodcock, lest thou dispossess the soul of thy grandam. Fare thee well. Sir Topaz! Sir Topaz! 
My most exquisite Sir Topaz. Nay, I am for all warders. Oh, thou might have done this without thy beard and gown. He sees thee not. To him in thine own voice, and bring me word how thou findest him. I would we were well rid of his knavery. If, if he may be conveniently delivered, I would he were. For I am now so far in offense with my niece that I cannot pursue with any safety the sport the upshot. Come by and by to my chamber. <laughs> I'm a fool, I'm singing in cause I'm a fool, I'm walking around, hey Jolly Robin, ha pa pa, I'm walking Ooh. around, my name is the fool, and I love to sing Ooh. a song, I'm singing a little song, ha pa pa Ooh, pa, pa, pa. I say. Uh, mm -hmm. what, who's there, mm -hmm. what, me, huh, mm -hmm. Good fool, as ever thou wilt deserve well at my hand, help me to a candle and pen, ink, and paper, as I am a gentleman, I will live to be thankful to thee for it. Master Malvolio! Aye, good fool. Alas, sir, how fell you beside your five wits? Fool, there was never man so notoriously abused. I'm as well in my wits, fool, as thou art. <laughs> but as well? Then you are mad indeed if you be no better in your wits than a fool. They have proprieted me. Keep me in darkness, send ministers to me, asses, and do all they can to face me out of my wits. <laughs> Advise you what you say, the minister is here. Malvolio, Malvolio, thy wits the heavens restore. Endeavor thyself to sleep and leave thy vain bibble-babble. Sir Topaz. Uh, maintain no words with him, good fellow. Who? I, sir? Not I, sir. God buy you, Sir Topaz. Mary! Amen! I will, sir, I will. Uh, fool, 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 I say! Alas, sir, be patient! What say you, sir? I am shent for speaking to you. Good fool, help me to some light and some paper. I will. T I tell thee, I am as well in my wits as any man in Lyria. Well a day that you were, sir. By this hand I am, good fool, some ink, paper, and light, and convey what I will set down to my lady. It shall advantage thee more than ever the bearing of letter did. I will help you to it, but tell me true. Are you not mad indeed, or do you but counterfeit? Believe me, I am not. I tell thee true. Nay, I'll ne'er believe a madman till I see his brains. I will fetch you light and paper and ink. Fool, I requite it in the highest degree. I pray thee, be gone. I am gone, sir, and anon, sir. Hoo-hoo! This is the heir. That is the glorious sun. This pearl she gave me, I do feel it and see it. And though tis wonder that enwraps me thus, yet tis not madness. Where's Antonio, then? I could not find him at the elephant, yet there he was, and there I found this credit, that he did range the town to seek me out. His counsel now might do me golden service, for though my soul disputes well with my sense, that this may be some error, but no madness, Yet doth this accident and flood of fortune so far exceed all instance, all discourse, that I am ready to distrust mine eyes and wrangle with my reason that persuades me to any other trust but that I am mad. Or else the lady's mad. 
Yet if twere so, she could not sway her house, command her followers, take and give back affairs and their dispatch with such a smooth, discreet, and stable bearing as I perceive she does. There's something in that is deceivable. But here the lady comes. Blame not this haste of mine. If you mean well, now go with me and with this holy man into the chantry by. There, before him and underneath that consecrated roof, plate me the full assurance of your faith that my most jealous and too doubtful soul may live at peace. He shall conceal it, whilst you are willing it shall come to note what time we will our celebration keep according to my birth. What do you say? I'll follow this good man and go with you, and having sworn truth ever will be true. Oh, then lead the way, good father, and heaven so shine that they may fairly note this act of mine. Between time, ain't we got fun? 